At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hour two of the nightcap here on VSIN. So got that half of my step. My guy, Sean King, day number one. Oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun football season. He was up early on with the boys on Follow the Money. I was. Letting everybody know that it was it was happening. That's uh, right. Sean a couple weeks ago pulled me aside when we were had him in studio. Well, initially we had Sean in studio, mm-hmm. or we had Sean just you know to come on. We we had you on uh, in studio a couple months ago, and then we had you on as a phoner. You know, just I was like, I want to get Sean Friend back. Of the on. program, yeah. And then, uh, and then you surprised us by showing up in studio. Was that two weeks ago now? Yeah. Oh. And we got some drinks after the show, and you pulled me aside and said, "Guess what? We're gonna make this happen." That's right. <laughs> We're getting married, whether you like it or not. <laughs> My eyes lit up like you we were Santa Claus attached, coming down the chimney. I was like attached at the hill. So uh, we are we are rolling forward, and uh, the outpouring here on uh, on social media has been uh, has been phenomenal, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a good old time. It's gonna be fun, and uh, unfortunately for you, I, I took a look up and. Uh, the Yankees just scored a couple of runs. That's so. okay. It's all right. It happens. You, yeah, that's uh, the beauty beauty of betting. You have to know. It happens with the winds. Well, it's not over yet. It's not. Not over yet. Uh, it's two to one though. It's, it's that's you're you're fine. Uh, two one. Have you seen the Yankees closers? <laughs> you're not, not doing so hot. I feel good. <laughs> 
Uh, did get a win earlier today. Uh, Cleveland plus money. Home uh, home dog winning nine to three, and then the uh, the White Sox uh, have finished off the Twins eleven to one. Lucas Giolito getting the win there uh, over in that one. Uh, they pretty much they did it by themselves. A total of ten, and then we've got a game going out out west. Miami and the San Diego Padres tied at one. Uh, that one in the uh, in the top of the third inning. Uh, we're going to talk to Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus here in just a moment. You did a little extensive research on our on our guest. I did. He's a Nebraska alum. <laughs> He's actually too smart to work for Pro Football Focus. I don't know. They're pretty smart people over there. Like his LinkedIn page says data scientists, <laughs> machine learning, and AI. I'm, too, I'm assuming that's artificial intelligence, machine learning, and AI. Uh, I mean, hey. <laughs> he does his thing, though. He he breaks things he's down. Applied and... mathematician, mathematics major. He's leading it to uh... my eleven-year-old started sixth grade. How'd that go today? I'm afraid to look at her math homework. <laughs> if it's anything like the fifth-grade math homework, it's completely different than when I grew up. <laughs> my my son just started uh, pre-K today, so I think I'm all right. But I don't know. I I, I I'm 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 a little hesitant to look at anything he brings home either. Hey, don't get cocky. Yeah. I, you would be humbled. I, I want to, uh, <laughs> speaking of getting humbled, I, I want to bring up the, uh, can we bring up the graphic that the graphics uh, department put together about two, yeah, look at that thing. That is, that is a pro quarterback, six years in the league, made 20, 34, 34, 24? A lot of starts. More, <laughs> more starts than me. And then you got the big goof there who played D3 basketball. Now, now did Aaron... Come on with that picture of you. Like, I don't really know what you're doing. Are you taking a charge? Are you blocking a shot? Are you I going for a rebound? I believe I was getting a rebound. There's a better but one. But you're not looking at the ball. Like, that's well, what has me Well, the ball is in my hands. That picture is actually, if you look it up, the, the ball is actually in my hands. Okay, so you're about the outlet pass. I think so. Okay. All I don't right. know. Got your Lonzo ball? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Tim Murray fan. I'm a supporter. <laughs> I'm riding with you, big dog. You threw a dime on that play. You know... Passing was a was a skill of mine, like yours. That's right. Maybe I guess I probably shouldn't ever say anything in the same breath as as a NFL quarterback. Now, did you did you pass because that was the right basketball play, or did you pass because coach had told you don't shoot? A little bit of both. Okay. What I would always do is in the post. I love being because I would just let everything develop, and people didn't recognize that I was not going to shoot. So you get the guards double down. I'm like that's. Dumb. And I would just kick it out to a three-point shooter. Move around the perimeter. Guards like that. I got to see that. Got to keep Got to keep the guards happy, Sean. They feed the big men down that's low. That's right. I'm open, hit me. And, uh, you know, all 11 minutes out, I would play my senior year. That's what that was. That's what, what happened. All right, enough of that nonsense. That's Sean. I'm Tim. Let's talk some more NFL with a scientist. That is Eric Eager. Here we go. Nightcap here on VSIN. That is Sean King at Real. Sean King, man spent six years in the NFL, beat my hometown team his rookie season, undefeated his final year in college. And well, as many people saw those watching on VSIN.com, I I got on the floor a couple times, so that was cool uh, in college <laughs> basketball. Uh, I want to bring in our next guest. There's a lot to get to with Eric Eager at PFF underscore Eric, but 
Uh, I'm going to lead the floor to, to Sean to introduce Eric here because Eric, apparently, Sean did some extensive homework, uh, more so than I've ever done bringing you on. Uh, and he's got some questions about a thesis that you wrote once upon a time. You did, Eric. It says that your PhD thesis was on stock causticity and nonlinear processes that affect population dynamics. And that sounds really intelligent and really smart. So I'm going to say that you're probably too qualified to work at Pro Football Focus. You know, so I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about that so much. I mean, I, I do feel like, uh, you know, football is, a, football is very stochastic the same way that population dynamics and diseases, as we're all finding out, uh, are. Um, so while I do think, like, you know, I, I do think it is sort of like there are not that many PhDs in math. I will say that, as you know, playing quarterback in the NFL, like, it, it's, it's not an easy game. It's a lot of multifaceted things, and I feel like I come at it from that angle. Um, but, yeah, it is, it is uh, unusual uh, for somebody who studied what I studied to end up in football. Hey, Eric, all I knew how to do was drop X's and O's and explain to our coaches if our X's are better than their O's, we're going to win. <laughs> Seems like you're a little more advanced than how you come up with your – uh, information. But uh, again, a lot of things in professional sports are going and moving towards analytics. I think there's a lot of legitimacy, you know, in looking at statistics and numbers and historically, you know, what has created, you know, positive returns, whether it be size measurements, whether it be amount of different players at each position. So talk to me a little bit about what you think the analytic based component has done for professional football specifically. Well, I think what's really cool is that it's made, you know, you look at like baseball, it's made baseball sort of unwatchable in a lot of ways, right? Like there have been players who were great hitters and then they put in the shift and, you know, we're down like half a run a game or something, or, um, you know, in basketball, like I still like basketball, but you know, it's, it's turned into for a lot of teams, a lot of threes and a lot of layups or dunks, which is, you know, taken away from some of the beauty of the game. I think for football, a more intelligent way of playing the game makes the game more fun, right? Like, you know, the more play action passes, they're like the analytics. We, you know, you knew this playing quarterback, but like play action passes are, are immensely valuable. Analytics can tell you how much more they are, right? And in what situations are they more valuable and passing is more fun. Passing is, you know, passing is creates more scoring. And like, we like that kind of stuff. And then, you know, these complex passing games give rise to the defenses that we see. And, you know, like Brandon Staley, you know, when you look at like the defense he constructed in LA a season ago, it's really cool. Right. And, and so the offense will have to adjust to that. And and I, so I think like this back and forth, it's not just like number crunching. It's just like smart people watching the game, uh, and sort of trying to quantify what they're seeing. Like the cool thing in football is that it makes the game more, it makes the game better. I think it makes the game more watchable. Whereas in other sports, and this might be why analytics gets a bad rap in other sports, it's made the game less watchable. And, and of course, if, if you're somebody like me who grew up, I mean, I, I have a bird Emanuel Jersey, Sean, like, way back <laughs> like I, I'm a huge football nut. And I think it'd be less, 
I think it'd be less fun for me if my profession was making the game less watchable, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. He's one of the analysts over there. They do a great job. You know, just in my own experiences, I've got a chance to do the Bill Walsh internship with a couple different teams. The impact where I think it's making the most headway, at least from the -the on-the-field standpoint, Eric, is in game management. Teams spend a lot more time now talking about when to go for it on fourth down, when to be aggressive at the end of quarter, half, game, you know, how many plays can you get into one minute and 16 seconds as opposed to 47 seconds. I think that's where you guys have had a huge impact is kind of clarifying, you know, some of those game situations. Have you gotten a lot of feedback from head coaches, general managers, owners as it pertains to that? Yeah, and even like some of the people, so we had a meeting today with the team, and it's very much that, you know, we build new tools, you know, sort of to help them with those situations, and then we get feedback on that, and sort of like, hey, here's what, you know, even something as as, as silly as like, if, if you know, whether you should take a penalty or not, right? Something where, you know, would, would you prefer third and 17 to second and 25? Just stuff like that, where you can just be a little bit more efficient, um, yeah, we've made an impact there, and that's changed. I know you know, from you guys' world, I think this is what's fun, right? If if football was stationary, the betting betting would be so much harder, right? Because it'd be a solved game, and all you know, and and it would be perfectly incorporated in the market, and there'd be no way to beat it, right? But it's just like last season, what happened? There was three and a half more points per game than ever, you know, any other season we've ever seen, and so now. Everybody who thought they solved the NFL totals market, they were taken aback a little bit, right? And you had to adjust. And, and I think, like, that evolution, the fact that there are teams that are now using fourth down way more than they were before, you have higher scoring, but you also see, like, you know, more touchdowns being scored. So fewer games land on three and fewer games land on ten. Well, that makes seven more valuable in the betting market and so on and so forth. Like, I think those things make it not only fun if you're a player or a, an analyst, but also if you're a better, because I think the worst thing, for example, I talk about baseball all the time, like baseball, if the balls aren't juiced and, and you sort of like know which season you are in, that's a hard game to beat because it's pretty much solved. Whereas football, it's ever-changing. Talk once again to Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. And, and last night I was out, I was walking the dog, and uh, it's, when I, it's when I get in my zone and uh, I, I do my prep. And uh, more often than not, I listen to, uh, to Eric and my guy, George Shahuri over at Pro Football Focus with their podcast, uh, PFF Forecast. And I-, I was cracking up because, Eric, you're pretty, I would say, even-keeled. I would say, George, your partner in crime, maybe he gets a little up and down more, more so than you. But you were fired up about the Washington football team. And there's, you know, there's a lot of buzz about Washington, right? They won the division last year, a lot of young Exciting talent defensively. Ron Rivera back for a second year. They bring in Fitzmagic. And the over-under on wins is eight and a half. And to quote you, you said, this team is the biggest fade I've ever seen. Uh, Expand on why why, uh, Washington, do you feel like, is getting too much love and, and bring it back down to earth a little bit? A little bit hyperbolic, I will say. I was trying to get George's. I was trying to get George's attention because George is hard to push. So he's like, I will say, like we bet Washington plus four hundred to win the division early in the offseason, and I, I'm much more like, 
unemotional about these things. Now that they're plus 230, I think that they're a sell. Like, at 400, that's fine. He was anchoring a little bit to the 400. I also think that there are a lot of people this, – this is interesting, right? Like, there are, there are players that are underrated until they're overrated. And you look at, like, you look at Gibson, you look at McLaurin, there are guys that, quote, no one's heard about until everybody's heard about them. And so then the media, I think, like, gravitates towards, like, oh, my God, add all these pieces up. Ryan Fitzpatrick's been low-key good for three or four years. And it's like, let's hold – like, there's a reason why Ryan Fitzpatrick's been a backup his whole career. And, and you look at, like, last season. So I bet over five wins for them. That sailed over. I did bet uh, them to win the division as well. So I, got, I feel very lucky to have, though, because if you look at the quarterbacks they played, the, the quarterbacks they beat, they, they only played two really good quarterbacks all year. And, and the quarterbacks that they beat, you're looking at two Eagles quarterbacks. You're looking at uh, Matthew Stafford, Ben Roethlisberger, with two, two okay quarterbacks. Um, and, then, uh, and then you had Dallas with, with Dalton DiNucci twice. Like, they're, they weren't like, and then Nick Mullins in Arizona against the 49ers in a weird game. So, like, you, you, turn, the, you turn it over to this year, and right away, you have Herbert, you have Josh Allen, you have Matt Ryan with the new coach, and Arthur Smith is going to be good, Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady, uh, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, and then two Dak Prescotts, assuming he's healthy. Like, I know that there's a, that's a huge spread to cover. They're only favored in three games this year, you know, four if you count week one, but it's basically a pick em. And so, like, that's a long way to go for eight and a half wins. I just don't think, I think people are looking at all the good components and, like, the cool story that was last year, and they're not, like, sort of taking a broader look at what the, the, the climb is for a guy who's never made that climb before at age 39, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I actually bet the under today. Sean? I'm going to do it now. You sold me, Eric. Plus, plus 110 here at Circa. Uh, Washington uh, to go under their win total of 8.5. And, and if you really are feeling... Uh, right, let me let me throw this your way, Eric, because if you're really feeling good, because uh, Circa provides uh, a win oh. both ways. So you could go 9.5. If you really like a team, you could go over 9.5 for Washington. Or you can go under 7.5. Which uh, which would be I think plus one ninety five, Eric. So I-, I felt nice and cozy at home under eight and a half at plus one ten today when I fired away. But what about under seven and a half at plus one ninety five? Yeah, I'd have to look at what that ends up being in our numbers. But yeah, yeah certainly we we have that as. Um, let me let me really quickly if you guys will give me a moment here. But yeah, I think one ninety is actually, and you like what this is what I love so much about Circa, where you guys are currently at, is that they they don't copy the rest of the market. They have their own numbers, which I think is fantastic. Um, under this would be uh, we would have them about sixty percent on uh, at uh, under eight. So at plus one ninety, that's a humongous. So if you go seven, even yeah, that, that's a that's a pretty big edge there. So like I I would even bet that as well at plus one ninety. You're getting a good you're plus getting, you're getting uh, <laughs> yeah plus one ninety five. Like you're getting a good number. The best I've seen out there anywhere else is like plus one seventy, which is still a good number. But plus one ninety five, you're getting a really good deal there. We're talking once again to Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. All right, uh, enough I guess slander on uh, on my hometown team, uh, the Washington Football Team. But you know, sticking with the uh, with the NFC East here, uh, Saquon comes back to practice today, and I've heard you guys talk about this. You know, the, the NFC East is so 
every year it's Jekyll and Hyde. They haven't had a back-to-back winner since uh, since Sean was in the NFL in the <laughs> early 2000s when Donovan McNabb was uh, was the Eagles quarterback. So you know, it, I, I know trends are are what they are. Uh, but I you know I think we all agree we don't expect Washington to win the division this year. Very challenging schedule. That first place schedule uh, with some crossover games that are that are rough. What do you think of the Giants this year? I, I know a lot of it weighs on the quarterback and what Daniel Jones can do, uh, but I think around plus 450, I'm intrigued just to take a flyer, Eric, on them to win this division. Yeah, for sure. I, I would make the price about uh, plus 320. Okay. So you are getting a value there for the Giants. And, and it's, it's, again, a question about narratives, right? Because the Giants were one good fourth quarter by the Philadelphia Eagles, away from winning the division last year. And the question becomes, like, what would we be thinking about? I do know they weren't a great team last year. Washington was way better than them in point differential. We already talked about this, though, as far as, like, who they beat, who they didn't beat. The Giants in the second half of the season were a good, you know, they had that four-game winning streak. Um, Their defense, I think, is every bit as good as Washington's. They just don't get necessarily the hype. Um, but you look at that secondary, and I mean, Xavier McKinney, uh, you know, Jabril Peppers, James Bradbury is one of the best free agent additions we've seen in the last five years. Uh, Patrick Graham's a terrific defensive coordinator. I think that the, the real question mark is going to be, you know, Joe Judge, have, you know, does his sort of stick work in the NFL? Currently, they have a bunch of people retiring, which is rough. And then uh, when you look at Jason Garrett, um, you know, they added Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony. They already had some pretty good receivers in Ingram and Shepard and Slayton. With Barkley coming back, an offensive line with some young players, it's all like they, they put themselves in a position where it's like, if Daniel Jones is any good, we're going to find out because there's really no excuse here. And I think that one really possible outcome for the Giants this year is like a 2017 Jaguar season or like a 2018 Bears season where the defense plays well enough with an easier schedule and there's a quarterback who's not all that good, but more than good enough to win game 17, 13. Um, and I kind of see that for the giants this year, uh, especially if Dallas, you know, doesn't round into form, they could be, they are in my opinion, the value bet to win that division. It's just a hold your nose situation. Cause there is a ton of things that could go wrong for them too. He's Eric Eager, and as we learned, uh, has a Ph.D. in something I can't even uh, pronounce. <laughs> Applied so. mathematics or something. I didn't even know they had those kind of degrees at Nebraska. <laughs> I thought it was a football school, Eric. <laughs> you, you can follow Eric on Twitter, at PFF underscore Eric. Always a pleasure, man. We'll be talking to you soon. Anytime, guys. Take care. Yeah, Washington is one of those interesting teams, Sean. I was thinking about it, and... <laughs> I'm a bit jaded. I'm from the town. You know, every time something positive happens, they go back. I think Ron Rivera's got that franchise headed in the right direction, but it does feel like, and he mentioned the quarterbacks, Rodgers, Mahomes, Brady, Wilson, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott twice, Justin Herbert, Matt Ryan. I mean, it is a, it is a, Mike Sando, based on his uh, tiered quarterbacks, just based on quarterbacks, they face the fourth roughest schedule when it comes to quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm going to bet the under on all four teams. All four teams? Yeah, the division stinks. <laughs> I had a stretch last year. I asked Amal Shaw, week one, will the team who wins this division have a winning record? He said yes. I was like, I don't know about that. 
ended up being right on that one. Luka Doncic going to the bank. It's the nightcap here on Visa. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is a nightcap here on VEASAN. Sean King, day one. Many more to come, and uh, yours truly, Tim Murray, with you live from our Circus Sportsbook uh, studios here in downtown Las Vegas. Good conversation, as always, uh, with Eric Eager there, and uh, a little uh, little Heisman Trophy conversation coming up. I I think there's some some twinkle in your eye with some with some quarterbacks. What a prestigious award! Did you did you go to the downtown? Allegedly, I finished seven. But they only invite five. I know. So it's hard to like get real confirmation on if that was accurate or not. I'm gonna look it up here. Nineteen ninety-eight Heisman. Yeah. Coding. I want to say Ricky Williams won he the pretty, Heisman that he year, if I'm not good. mistaken. Yes, he did. Yes. Uh it was <laughs> you were tenth. Tenth, okay. Now uh, you did get a first place vote? I did. It it kind of was unfair because Michael Bishop had a great year at Kansas State, which at the time ah, was, was a huge so program. Uh, Kate McNown had a tremendous year at UCLA. Yep. Donovan McNabb had a tremendous year at Syracuse. Tim Couch was breaking every record possible at U- University of Kentucky. So it's hard to get to a quarterback at Tulane <laughs> in 1998. You went 12-0. I know, but this is 1998. This, this is pre-being able to text from your cell phone. <laughs> 
These were the names in the 1998 Heisman. Now, once again, Ricky Ricky Williams ran for 2,100 yards. Right. So he was winning this Champ thing. Champ Bailey, Edron James. Number right. one, Ricky Williams. Yeah. Number two, Michael Bishop. God, I loved him. I, I was so bummed when they lost in the Big 12. I wanted to see Kansas State in that national championship game. So Shout bad. out to Michael Bishop, man. He was oh, a baller. He had a bazooka yeah, a attached to his arm. Cade McNown, you mentioned he was third. Tim Couch, fourth. Donovan McNabb, fifth. Dante Culpepper, six. Yeah. Champ Bailey, seven. Tory Holt, eight. Joe Germain, nine. Now, that one, I'm, yeah. and I hope Joe's listening. I don't know how Joe finished in front of me <laughs> in the Heisman. I don't know conspiracy. either. It's a conspiracy. Joe had two first place votes. You had one, the same amount of second place votes, and he had a couple more third place votes. Joe's my guy. We played, we were teammates on the uh, senior ball team. Okay. Yeah, Joe's my guy. So, uh, Sean King, top 10. In the Heisman Trophy. I like another thing that you can add. Not bad. Not bad. I wish I would have got invited. I had a suit picked out. Didn't get to wear it. A couple years ago, and you were, I think you were coaching. No, you might not have been at USF yet. I was on, it was actually before I was on Navy's broadcast team. And we know the Heisman voting, Heisman TV show, it's boring, right? Now it, it is. Now yes. It's very boring, but it's a great honor to go. Right. And a couple years ago, and I've said this is the a huge mistake. Keenan Reynolds from Navy finished fifth. Mm -hmm. They only invited the top four that year. I don't know what the reasoning is and and what what all goes behind it. And it was the day of the Army-Navy game is the Heisman Trophy ceremony because it has to be by itself. I'm thinking, how badass would it have been? You get him, he wins the Army-Navy game, you put him in his dress whites. Yeah. You chopper him to New York City. Come on, it's a TV show. Absolutely. Figure this thing out. I'm with you. I'm so. with you when you're right. Yeah. I think 10 should go. <laughs> I think 10. <laughs> especially in 1998, I think right. 10. I think 10 should have went. Uh, but Reggie, yeah. Reggie wants his trophy back. I want to get invited. <laughs> um, yeah, man. And now with name, image, and likeness. Man, oh, man. Think Whew. about who you go to New I York City. I have free beignets. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we were going to get deep into this, but Luka Doncic is getting paid. Five for 207. Uh, his deal, fifth year, is a uh, is a player option. Um, absolutely worth it. And, and I just wanted to hit on some MVP talk because he's the favorite. You know, it's funny because now we're starting to see these players, you know, get the cash that they're going to get, you know, the max deals. And when it comes to MVP, um, Giannis was a no bet this past year because what had happened in the postseason. I'd be curious now because of him winning that championship, Sean, if now that fatigue of voting for Giannis goes out the window because he did what he had to do and went out and won, but he's still up there in MVP. He's at eight to one. The one that intrigues me is Trey Young at 18 to 1. Puts up a ton of numbers. Atlanta made it to the conference finals. If you're looking for a long shot, um, but Luka Doncic at 4 to 1 is now he is your favorite. He was a favorite last year, finished 6th, is the favorite this year and uh Maverick Maverick's got them, themselves a player. I would be interested in what Steph Curry's odds are. I Steph, think Steph, Steph is, is 8 to 1. That's a play. If yeah. Steph plays next year like he played the last quarter this year, He's going to win the MVP. And last year was hard for him to win because they were eighth in the Western Conference. They get Clay back. Clay's back. Yeah. Got those youngsters coming in. I still think there's something up their sleeve in, in the Bay Area. Uh, there's something. Something's going on there. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. 
Talk some Heisman Trophy. Derek King has been in the news quite a bit. Could he be heading to the Downtown Athletic Club in December? It is the nightcap here on v College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college football betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all access trial today head over to vison.com backslash subscribe sean king former bucks quarterback former two-lane green wave finished 10th rigged got robbed robbed in the heisman voting in 1998 and that's where we uh that's where we had because you know De'Ara king is uh and and more power to him he's signed at least six that we know of nil deals and the most recent one was a endorsement deal with the Florida Panthers. So he's going to be an ambassador, or I, I don't know what he is, but uh, good on him. And, uh, hey, man, strike while the iron's hot if you can. But it brings me to the c- conversation. De'Ara King for the Heisman. He's 20-1. to 1. He has, at DraftKings, the seventh shortest odds in college football. Now, Sean, I want to look back at the last, going all the way back to Cam Newton. So that's the last 11 Heisman Trophy winners. Devontae Smith, national champs. Joe Burrow, national champs. Kyler Murray, college football playoff. Baker Mayfield, college football playoff. Lamar Jackson, transcendent talent, 9-3. and Derrick uh, Henry, uh, national champs. Uh, Marcus Mariota, lost in the championship game. Jameis Winston, champion. Manziel, ridiculous. RG3, also ridiculous. Cam Newton, ridiculous, and won a national championship. It has really become, outside of three exceptions of Lamar Jackson, Jerry, uh, Johnny Manziel, and RG3, the best team in the country and their best player. Is De'Eric King in the same breath as Lamar, Manziel, and RG3. Can he be that type of player that is just so above and beyond that he is worthy of a bet at 20 to 1? It's possible. It's, it's really possible. He has that talent. If you look back, I think it was two and a half, three years ago when Kendall Browse was the offensive coordinator. Yep. He usually threw 36 touchdowns. We know what he can do with his feet. I saw him firsthand. Mm-hmm. We we still haven't tackled him <laughs> when I coached at University of South Florida. <laughs> we were undefeated going into that game. And, and, I mean, I think he threw for almost 400 and ran for 100 and something. I mean, he was phenomenal. But I do think he's going to get some conference bias. I don't think the national media perceives Clemson as being in the ACC. Right. They're kind of just Clemson. And the rest of that conference in football is kind of grouped into this perception that it's just a bunch of mediocre programs. And I think that's going to work against the Eric because I don't think people view Miami as a big-time program for 2021. So I think he's going to have to overcome that. And I think some of his counterparts – 
have better starting platforms and are going to be on bigger stages. Yeah, and he he has no bigger stage than week one, right? right? Against Alabama, if he goes out, he balls out. He catapults himself maybe to the to the front of the pack. He can, but I. I know we had Bruce Feldman on, who's who's the best in the biz, and he knows Miami so well, and, and they're saying all the right things. Sean, the guy tore his ACL in late December. Mm-hmm. He's a mobile athletic court. Can he throw? Of course he can. He's got a great arm. But what makes him so unique and so special is the fact that he runs exceptionally well. I'm just worried that week one against Alabama, they could say he's 100%. That is nine months removed from a torn ACL. And for a special athlete like that, especially against the dudes that he's going up against Alabama, I feel like he has to win that game in order to have a chance to win the Heisman Trophy, in my opinion. Because that is the biggest stage he'll be on the entire year, maybe until the ACC Championship, if they were to get there. They play UNC in a big spot. I get it at 20 to 1. People are intrigued. I think those odds are a little too short, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. But I would say this if you're going to play Alabama, I want to play on week one. I want to play on Bryce Young's first game. I hope he yeah. has butterflies. Hope he makes some mistakes. You know, they get to replacing some parts, especially in that secondary. Maybe some of those young guys, you know, play with a little butterflies. I wouldn't want to catch a midseason when they're really hitting their groove. So that's an advantage for Miami. But I still think. Miami's going to lose at Louisville or Georgia Tech or Duke. They're going to lose some conference games because I don't think they're good enough to run the table. And I think that's just going to be frowned upon on such a large level that no matter what Derek does, he's not going to actually win the Heisman. So the favorite right now is Spencer Rattler out of Oklahoma, 6-1. to one. Uh, there's, a, there's a little bit of history there of Oklahoma quarterbacks winning this award, and, and he's coming into uh-huh. his own. Uh, Played last year, so he has experience. Yep, DJ Uyunglele, uh, he, you know, he made his handful of starts when Trevor Lawrence had COVID last year, uh, threw for over 400 yards on the road against Notre Dame. Bryce Young, as you mentioned, at 9-1, to one, uh, redshirt freshman. JT Daniels, 12 to 1. Sam Howell, 14 to 1. CJ Stroud is a guy from Ohio State that's getting a lot of interest. Keaton Slovis, um, I like Keaton Slovis. And as a Notre Dame fan, that's saying something for me to like a USC guy. But I think he's really, really talented. Um, if I was going to take someone on this yeah. list, Tim, yep. it'd be Sam Howell. Because I just think Sam Howell's in a situation, Mac Brown wants to bring that program back to national prominence. They're going to try and put up 60 points every week. If their defense is anything like it was last year, they're going to have to put up 40 to win. And Sam is a guy that's as talented as anybody in the country. He's coming off a year where when they were good, I mean, they were outstanding. I can see a scenario where he does so much, where he pushes Joe Burrow's record statistically in his Heisman season. And that might be able to overcome North Carolina only being a 9-3 and caliber team. Now, I think North Carolina, the schedule makes up, sets up beautifully for them. They're, they're, you know, they have a big-time game uh, on ha- Halloween weekend at Notre Dame. Uh, prime time. So you, you got the big stage there. The week prior, they play Miami as the schedule's up on vcin.com. So I think the schedule makes up. And for Sam Howell to get himself on the right foot in your opinion, that, that Virginia Tech game, Virginia Tech's down in my opinion, he can go in there, light them up. That's a Friday night island game, Labor Day weekend, eyeballs on him. Um, and he'll have an opportunity for that Heisman moment. My worry is that he lost a lot of talent. He lost his best receiver, Deami Brown, lost his two running backs. Guy I think is intriguing, JT Daniels. Week one. Not good enough. They can beat 
If they can beat Clemson, this offense went from 29 points a game to 37 points a game. The issue is Pickens is hurt. A lot of his weapons are hurt. Sam Howell, JT Daniels, both same odds. You're going Howell? I'm going Sam. Better player. Go JT Daniels. Head to the uh, NFC West. Our good friend Dieter Kurtenbach will break it down on the other side. Stick around. Sean King, Tim Murray. It's the Nightcap here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Indeed's instant match searches through millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. Find out more, head to Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Our squad now, Sean King in the house. And this is uh, this is your team moving forward. And uh, he's sweating out the Royals and Yankees. A little plus money on the dog. No worries at all. The Royals have this. <laughs> Just tied it up in the bottom of the ninth. Easy money. <laughs> well, you already you're already in the uh, you're already in the in the good graces today as you uh, were able to cash a dog uh, in the Indians against the Reds. Um, when are they officially going to the Guardians? Is that next year? Next year. Okay. Next year, I believe. 
Let's bring in Dieter Kurtenbach from, uh, he does some shows on KNBR, San Jose Mercury News as well. And uh, we're continuing our a division a day. Today is the NFC West, and it's a fascinating division, Dieter. And, you know, I look at the 49ers, uh, and I don't want to give away my next segment, but, man, I- I'm looking for a good price I could find on the 49ers to win this division. Uh, there's one spot in town at plus 250. Uh, you know, I look at the injuries that they dealt with last year, the schedule uh, with those being a last-place team. You get Philly, you get Atlanta, you get Cincinnati. When you look at this entire division and you look at the 49ers and what they're bringing back and, and knock on wood what they have healthy, do you look at the 49ers as a team to that can win this division? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Um, you know, I, I like to break down most rosters into 50 and 1. So it's the 50 other guys and the quarterback. I guess there's two other guys on the team, but they're backup quarterbacks, and we don't worry about them too much because they're not making the playoffs. And when it comes to the 50, the Niners have as good of a roster as anybody in the NFL, much less the NFC West. Now, you can make the argument that the Rams are in the same bag as that, um, but it's, an, it's an exceptional team. The formula from 2019 is still kind of there. The question with this team has been, well, injuries last year. And then on the bigger level, quarterback play. And this year, I don't know if Lance is going to start week one. Probably not, just given the way that Kyle Shanahan's treating it. But Jimmy Garoppolo looks good. And I think that there's something to be said for now, just having a competent backup quarterback for the first time. Whether that's Garoppolo or Lance, they can probably win games if one of those guys isn't doing well, if he goes down, if they have to go to the other one. So plus 250 seems like a great value to me, mainly because I don't see much value right now in the Rams, and I wouldn't feel comfortable going outside of those two teams to win the division. Well, Dieter, uh, first of all, congratulations to my ex-teammate, John Lynch, getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. So Absolutely. Hopefully yes, this is the beginning of a great year for 49, 49er Nation. But I want to ask you a question because you said something very interesting. You said when you break down the rosters, you go 50-1 and one, with the quarterback being yeah. at one. What do you say to the person that says San Francisco has the biggest question mark at quarterback in the division? Well, I think they're right. I just think that when you compare it to 32 other teams, it's not that big of a question mark. But I, I don't disagree with anybody who goes in. In fact, I think that anyone who goes in and thinks that San Francisco is not in last place at quarterback in the division is smoking something funky. Because whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo or the look, rookie Trey Lance, who's looked awesome, you're dealing with Matt Stafford, you're dealing with Russell Wilson, you're dealing with Kyler Murray, who I always have a ticket for MVP on. So it's the best quarterback division in football bar none. It's the best division in football, in my estimation, bar none. But it does take more than a quarterback. I mean, we've seen teams, you can look at Brady and Mahomes, and maybe that proves the point wrong, but you look at Seattle, every year they get exceptional quarterback play, and every year they're lucky if they can win one playoff game. The Rams have been able to be a really successful team with Jared Goff as their quarterback. You can make the argument that the Niners have been a really successful team, at least they were that one year, with Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. So, it's, it's, it takes more than just the quarterback. I know we want to be really quarterback-centric in this day and age, and I totally buy it. Don't get me wrong. But it takes more than that. If you just have a great quarterback. I mean, Deshaun Watson won four games last year. He's a great quarterback. It takes more than that to win. So while the Niners might be in last place in that, it maybe goes up. Maybe at the end we're having a different conversation. Why they might be in last place with that, the rest of the roster is so good. I really do believe that, that there's still real value in the Niners this year. Hey, Dieter, uh... 
offensively, they're really good at a lot of the skill positions. To me, they only have one great component, and that's George Kittle. Where is he at from a health standpoint? Are they confident that he's fully back from the injury from last year? Yeah, Kittle looks great. They, they feel super confident to the point where it's not really even a daily discussion. Uh, I think they want to put him in bubble wrap for all the preseason because he's kind of a madman. He's liable to go get himself hurt before the season starts. Um, they need him. They need him. This is a run-first team, and I know that the NFL is becoming more and more of a passing league, but Kyle Shanahan still wants to run that outside zone as often as he can. And as we've seen in the playoffs in 2019, he'll run it every play if he's getting seven yards, eight yards on it every time. George Kittle is so integral to that run game because he's just an exceptional, exceptional run blocker on top of being a 1,000-yard receiver. The backups that they have, not great at tight ends. So if George Kittle goes down, that value probably goes out the window. He's the linchpin of that offense in so many ways. And listen, I, I know I know that George Kittle's the one, but look out for Brandon Ayuk as well. Uh, Kyle Shanahan has funneled offense through the X receiver if he feels like he's got that dude. And there's no question, I think, in my mind that Brandon Ayuk is that dude. He has been absolutely superb in training camp, and uh, I think he's going to have a massive year. And he was pretty damn good last year, too. Talking to Dieter Kurtenbach, KNBR, also San Jose Mercury News, uh, at Dieter on Twitter, D-I-E-T-E-R. Uh, you mentioned the Rams, and uh, they have Sean McVay, and, man, the coaches in this division uh, are, are really impressive. A lot of offensive-minded coaches. Uh, we look at Cliff Kingsbury, Sean McVay, and, and Kyle Shanahan. Uh, they got dealt uh, a pretty big blow with Cam Akers being done for the year, but obviously the, the excitement that I'm sure Sean McVay has right now with Matthew Stafford as his quarterback, as opposed to Jared Goff. You know, my worry and hesitation always with the Rams when they have these types of expectations, Dieter, is the depth because we know their front line yeah. is stacked. Aaron Donald's a beast. Uh, you look at Jalen Ramsey, unbelievable. Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup. Uh, but you see when Cam Akers gets hurt. Can you replace the running back? Yeah, sure. I mean, Daryl Henderson will be fine. Uh, you never knew. Maybe Jake Funk out of Maryland will do something. But I get worried about the depth, and that's why at this short of a price, it worries me. What What is your expectations of this Rams team this year now that they have a hand-picked quarterback that Sean McVay wants? Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more on the depth. I mean, the Rams have sort of uh, they, they've gone to the coffer and maybe pulled out more than they can afford on a monthly basis to go out and get some big time guys and to pay out some big time contracts. And Matthew Stafford is no exception. And I don't think there's a team that drafts better on day two and day three in the NFL draft, but at some point you got to have some first rounders that you're not paying out the ears for. And if anyone goes down they're they're in big trouble. I think the acres thing, uh, people want to make a mountain out of a molehill because it was kind of the first big injury of the NFL season. I, I do think it's a really big deal, though. They want to run more inside zone this year. Akers seems to be the only back. Though maybe Funk can pull it off. I'm on the Funk bandwagon with you. Uh, that uh, it, He was the only guy who could really run inside zone. That's not Daryl Henderson's game. So it, it's going to be really interesting. I think that there's a big boomer bust potential. If, it's hit, if it hits, it's going to hit probably all the way to the NFC Championship. But if it busts, Man, I, I think that the floor is a lot lower for this Rams team than people give it credit for. And I, I think we've seen that in recent years, but maybe we don't want to fully acknowledge it because, yeah, they made a huge upgrade at quarterback. But, again, they had to, they had to spare themselves of some depth, not just you know, second unit, third unit, but also just on the field with the starters 
to be able to get a guy like Matt Stafford on there. And, and maybe this is the year that sort of everything comes to roost for them. I don't like the value on them. I can absolutely see him winning the division, but I, I just don't think the values there right now, some of the prices that I've seen, maybe if they have a, a slow start, I might get back in on it. But as of right now, it does feel like they're almost prohibitive favorites. And I don't like the sound of that at all, just given what I've sort of seen and the way I kind of see this all playing out in such a tough division. Anyone can get anyone in this division. So to say that anyone is sort of that far ahead as the Rams are currently being priced seems silly to me. A question for you as we talk about the Rams. Matthew Stafford, were the Detroit Lions the problem or was Matthew Stafford the problem? And Tutu Atwell is a name that wasn't mentioned. Oh, yeah. I think he's a dynamic option that they're going to add to that offense and Stafford's the most talented physically of any quarterbacks mm-hmm. that the Rams have had in recent history. Does he take this offense to the next level and put them in the same pantheon as the Chiefs Bucks when it comes to being able to be explosive week in and week out? Yeah, I think that's a tall order. I do think that he's going to have a nice year on the basis of he finally has uh, an offensive play caller that's going to get him wide open lanes and wide open looks. And everyone knows that that arm talent is out of this world. To answer your original question, listen, you can't say it's not the Detroit Lions, but to say that Matt Stafford is completely blameless in the whole thing is ridiculous. I know that the 49ers wanted to be in on Stafford. They missed out. I know that the Rams feel like this is – the piece that puts everything together and makes them a Super Bowl contender. It, it all just feels a little much because while Matt Stafford is incredibly talented, he, he's not on you know the front half of his career. Uh, he's not mobile. I don't like that offensive line outside of Whitworth right now. Uh, I, I just think that there's some questions that maybe aren't being asked enough about the Rams as it pertains to their ability to get through now a 17-game season. If they can do that or if they get healthy at the right time at the end of the year, then there's, then there's something to talk about for sure. Again, I don't want to discount them and say that it's not a possibility that they're just going to be totally awesome and maybe even the best team in the NFC, much less the West. I just think that maybe there's a, a little bit too much crowning happening before we've seen them play a game. It could all work out, but there, there are still some question marks, and I've seen it fall apart there a little bit before. I don't think that there's anything necessarily preventing it from falling apart again just because they switched quarterbacks and did get the massive upgrade. Dieter, 10 seconds. Who wins this division? Rams. I don't like it, but the Rams. <laughs> I, I do like the value on the Niners, though. I like the value on the Niners big time, but the Rams probably win it. There he is. Dieter Kurtenbach. Great stuff as always. San Jose Mercury News and KNBR. Thanks, Dieter. Anytime. There he is. Dieter Kurtenbach. What do you say? What do you say, Sean? Keep talking about the NFC West. It is a division a day. we got to keep talking about the NFC West. Sean's jotting down what bets to make. It is the nightcap here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.